This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Presented by Miller Lite, and it is an incredibly special edition for obvious reasons. You know, the Phillies are playing their first home playoff game tomorrow in 11 freaking years. The bank is going to be insane. Atlanta has no idea what they're The Phillies players have no idea what they're in for. They have never played in that stadium and what it's going to be like tomorrow. But the other reason it is a very special High Hopes podcast here today. Obviously, we have one person on this podcast who's going to be going to his first Phillies postseason game on Friday in Jack Fritz, and we're going to get into that because I, I can't wait to to dig into the emotions that our guy has to be in the bank for his first postseason game. But we have another person who is here to take in his first Phillies postseason game, and he... Uh, Came a lot longer way than Jack Fritz to do it. Debatable. Uh, It's our honor. We are super excited. Across the pond, Dave Shaw. What up, buddy? UK Phillies. How you doing? How are we doing? Like, happy Christmas Eve, guys. That's how important this is. Yeah, I'm stoked. Absolutely stoked to be on the show. Guys, thank you for having me. This is the dream. This is just like an early Christmas present ready for tomorrow. I said before the show, it feels like Christmas Eve today. And just being on this show is is the perfect preparation for tomorrow. I cannot believe it. Yeah, we got big game Dave Shaw here. Uh, listen, it, it. I'm Love sure uh, he's nervous. I mean, you can see it in his eyes, you know. But I I think I trust. And this is listen, we don't bring on guests in this podcast often, James. You, you know that. It's uh, rare. But yeah. I I do think I trust Dave more on this podcast than I do Aaron Knoll tomorrow. And that doesn't mean I don't believe doesn't mean I don't believe in Knowles. Doesn't mean I don't believe in Knowles. But I'm expecting two ace like performances Love it. uh from, from Dave and Knowles. I'm feeling locked in. Yeah. Uh, I've got this. We we got this. Listen man, you don't run twenty six miles or whatever in a Phillies uniform <laughs> and not be locked in or mentally tough. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that was the that's the toughest thing I've ever done. So this this is this is I've got this. We got this guys. <laughs> Dave, just thinking about, and you as someone, for those who don't know, Dave, like not a a runner, you know, it doesn't run a a bunch of stuff before this, like kind of just always want to do a marathon, decided to do it. Like, honestly, like I feel like it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Just thinking about and watching you go through that, like insanity, dude. It's amazing. It was in a Phillies uniform. It was incredible. Slight mistake on the Phillies uniform just because it was so hot. Um, The, the. Just pain, every, just pain, hot, overheating. But at the same time, it was amazing the amount of people that were shouting, go Phils on the side of the road. And yes, Phillies guy, Phillies man. Oh, and then doing it for Philadelphia. And it, there, was a, there was a lot of people out there on the side of the road that were from Philadelphia expats going, yes, you're doing Philly proud. You're doing Philly proud. And Love it. the whole experience was, was incredible. Raising money for a great charity as well, which was the cherry on top. Um, uh, I wouldn't do it again, I don't think. Um, but... Yeah, the, the best experience of my life. That's so cool, man. And, until, uh, tomorrow. I, j- until tomorrow. I love until that. Tomorrow. Yeah, until tomorrow. I love that. Or let's get into it. And Jack and, and Dave together in the studio. I can only imagine the ball of nerves the two of you are because you two will be in attendance tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about game two at some point. But Mm-mm. let's focus on. Yeah. Hey, 
What did we say before the series? Win one in Atlanta. That was it. Jack said it like 15 times before the series. Win one Atlanta, win one Atlanta on the pod. So they won one Atlanta. Like, you know, nothing else really happened. And they got October Noel on the hill. We'll get into the baseball of it all. But like both of you, let's, Jack, start with you. Just, you know, as for someone who obviously, you know, people listening to this pod, and maybe we have some newer listeners during the playoffs, if that's the case. Yeah. Hey, sorry for all the weird stuff we get into. <laughs> uh, most of the people yeah. who listen get it, I think. Um, but you know, with the people who do listen and for those newcomers, Jack, you know, the sickest, most with this pod is the, the P- Phillies podcast for diseased Phillies fans. And Jack is King diseased, sick Phillies fan, like watches the 2013 video yearbook, the 2016 video yearbook, the, the, all of it. You Jack, you of all people have never been in the bank for a Phillies playoff game. Like, where are you at right now, emotions-wise, excitement-wise, like, nervousness-wise? Like, take us into – there's a dangerous a dangerous thing <laughs> I'm doing. But take us into the psyche of Jack Frick. Well, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm sitting next to someone that might be – I mean, we're talking about flying halfway across the, the <laughs> pond, running, you out a running 26 miles in a Phillies uniform. Like, I might be out diseased. I got to be honest. Like, I thought I had the throne for a while, but I, this is, I, I might be getting dethroned here. Uh, James, full disclosure, really stressful end of the show. So that's where my, that's where my rage is at at the moment. But besides mm-hmm. that, besides that, it is gonna, dude. I like, dude. Yesterday didn't even happen. Like straight up, like ever since they won Game One, all I've thought about for the last forty-eight hours is I need, I can't wait to be at the ballpark. I can't, I can't wait to feel the electricity. Like I so. I went to the ring uh, when they got the ring in 09 and that was cool. But like, it's been a while since we had one of those electric CBP moments. And like, I always, I always think about the Zach Wheeler start uh, against the Mets. Like I was there, it was doc day first couple innings. It was like, wow, this feels special. This feels different. And there's just a different buzz like opening day when McCutcheon hit the home run. I thought that was another moment where it's like, this is special. And Bryce's first homer is special, but like, Citizens Bank Park for a playoff game, at least watching on TV. I talk about this, the real ones, the old school OG high host people know. I talk about the CBP roar a lot. And like the, I think about the Victorino single in game five. Like there's these little moments, the Victorino Grand Slam, the, the J-Roll walk-off, like that CBP roar that it just hasn't been there. And it's just a different level of loud. Philly sports fans, when we get in and we get behind our teams, it's a different level of loud. And I just cannot wait to experience that. I can't wait. It is it is going to be the greatest day of all time. It is going to be incredible. And I've thought, I, I've thought about so much. Aaron Nola spotting an outside fastball to end an inning and doing his walk off the mound as Citizens Bank Park just goes bananas in the first inning. It's it's frankly all I've thought about. And then it leads to a shore bomb in the in the bottom of the first to lead it off and, and, and enough with the whole 0 for 16, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's going to be incredible. I can't wait for it. I think this city is ready to melt down about the Phillies. James, it's Eagles-Cowboys week, and we've barely talked to Eagles-Cowboys on Dude, WIP. I, no one cares. No one cares. We did a full show day where it was like, we got like five Eagles callers, maybe. And it's Dallas week. And Jack, it's not just Dallas week. It's Eagles Dallas week where the Eagles are the only undefeated team in the NFL and Dallas is four and one. And they're fighting for the division right now. And it's like Sunday night football. It's such a big deal. And no one cares. We did the who cares about the Eagles pod title a while back. And and now it's like actually true right now. 
Um, and to your point, I think also the the amazing thing is not just like for the fans, for people like you and Dave, and I want to get to Dave's experience coming up in a second, but also I mentioned in the open, but also for the players, like this group of Phillies players has literally never seen Citizens Bank Park, not even just like it's going to be on Friday and Saturday, remotely close to like it will be a Friday and Saturday. They have no idea. And, and you know, Hoskins has talked about it for years. The, you know, I hear about the, the, the October Phillies crowds, and it's amazing. I want to see it. I want to see it. Well, you're going to see it, buddy. And it's going to be super intense. And I honestly think, like, they're going to be kind of floored when they get in there and they see, because they have no idea. They know Philly fans are good and all that, but they've never had the bank with that kind of electricity and energy. I, I think it's going to be special. Dave, you fly across the country to come here and you also a unique thing too, where, you know, obviously in the UK, you know, maybe not growing up with baseball the same we did, but 2012, you become a Phillies fan. Right on time. So not, right. Not, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So not only have you never been to a Phillies playoff game, like, this is the first Phillies playoff experiences you've ever have. Take us through that, and then obviously, what you know, the excitement level. I, I know the excitement level through the roof. This is the first but, time but, I'm going to see the bank thing. full. I don't yeah. think yeah. I've seen. Obviously, we had the opening day, so it's been full. Uh, the the Wheeler game you talked about last year. Oh, watching that on TV as well, you could feel you could feel the atmosphere, the roar come through the TV, and it actually made me quite emotional at the end of that game. I was pumped. Like what a it was a what a one hit one hit complete well, game wasn't it that shoddy. was shoddy yeah, yeah complete game shot unbelievable and you could just feel it even through the t uh, the TV screens every time I've been it's sort of been half full <laughs> we've lost to the Reds oh oh I think the previous big game before this year was the Pavetta complete game yeah who could forget that yeah oh yeah <laughs> I think that was Easily as good as it's got and even I was going crazy at that that's the best thing I've seen live you know. That's as good as it's got for me. Yep. Obviously, in June, uh, the stock grand, uh, the Harper Grand Slam, the stock walk off. That was, and it was sort of half full there as well. But for me, I was going crazy. You know, yeah. I, I was loving that moment right there. But tomorrow, uh, and Jack's even got me more hyped to listen to him now. I I can't I can't even grasp it. I can't grasp it yet. It's gonna mean a lot to me personally. Following through 2012, and at those times, I'm like. I was getting into baseball. I was new. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, all the, all the fails last. It doesn't matter. You know, they'll be good next year. Oh, we'll be good the year after. And, <laughs> you know, when Ben Revere and Aaron Altieri are my growing up, my heroes at the time, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, Aaron Altieri is still Jack's hero. <laughs> okay. uh, he might come back. You know, he, he did hit a grand slam <laughs> off Kershaw. People forget that. Exactly. And, the, you know, Tyler Goodell and was it, was, you know, that play against the, Dodgers, you know, and uh, it was against the Reds, Reds. where he threw out uh, the yeah, the camera up at the plate. The Vince Velasquez, so you know, this is yeah, Vince Velasquez <laughs> out home plate. You know, those, those are my moments that I've I've grown up with. So I know this this uh, tomorrow. Oh, I I can't wait. I've not thought about the game too much because I start getting nervous. It's like whoa, it, it's a big game. It's actually it's, we got to win tomorrow. Yeah. We, we really do need to win tomorrow. So all I'm focusing on is it's the whole day. I'm gonna get there early, 11:30. I'm gonna see the rally bus, uh, Xfinity Live tailgate soak in the atmosphere do some videos for the fans back home and then just being inside as soon as the gates open i'm in i'm in i'm taking my place at the england bar and i'm just gonna soak it all up get some beers i think just to calm the nerve more than anything and then i just want to feel i want aranola to strike out acuna at the first at bat just to set the tone get the first roar going and let the braves know what they're coming in for and let the 
players know what they're going to experience and what we're going to experience. Because I think if, if he gets that first out of Acuna, that's the biggest out straight away. Get him out. Don't let him on base straight away. Get the crowd pumped up. I'm with you. I think Schwab is going to do something tomorrow. I I think. Yeah, I mean, we we need Schwarbaum to to figure this whole thing out. It's yeah. been it's been a frustrating go of it. And the thing, James, like you you mentioned this earlier, like it was interesting because they lost yesterday. It was kind of a heartbreaker. It was you felt like they, that was a game they could have stolen on the road, and we could be heading home tomorrow to a party. But it was just it was so cool listening to players after the game just. Dreaming like Dave, I, and you, and all of our listeners, like what a sold-out electric <laughs> Citizens Bank Park is going to feel like because it's been so long. And what's been so cool about the last week here is is everyone just is back in. And everyone, like, because the last t- 10 years and really the last, like, four years, people have just been furious at the Phillies. It's like, it's like <laughs> stop collapsing. Stop doing it. Please, can you just figure it out? And it's like so the second they got in, the Segura play and winning on in, in St. Louis and winning game one in Atlanta, everyone just starts thinking about 07 to 11 and, like, how fun that time was. And, unfortunately, Dave didn't have to experience that. But, like, tomorrow these players, you know, Reese, who I know everyone's furious at today, but whatever. Like, Reese gets to experience that. Nola, who was drafted by this team, drafted by the Amaro uh, era. Like, they get to experience that. Bryce, his first playoff game. You know, and, and Bryce came here on the promise of we're going to win World, World Series here. We're going to win big here. Well, now he gets to kind of see that starting to come to fruition with the fan base actually being behind him. And Dave's right, because Dave's talking about the last time he's come here. It's like, it's half full, and it's it's kind of dead. But, like, tomorrow is a chance to reverse all that. And I think the, the moment these players realized this city was different, and I wonder if you agree with me, James, is when they went to the Eagles game against the Vikings, and the fans just started doing "Let's Go Phillies" chants when they were like starting the <laughs> starting the teeter, uh, but the fans did that yeah. in a random regular season Eagles game. Tomorrow they get to hear that with a forty-five thousand plus uh, echoing the same sentiment, and the fact that tickets are going for what two hundred and twenty dollars for standing room yeah. only. I yeah. think the city's ready. Yeah, it, dude, it's such a great point. And I, I'm with you. I actually think that that was, it certainly feels like that was the first time that they've experienced something like that. And obviously, you know, players have gone to games and other games and seen stuff. But for them to get that Philly chant there, I thought that was a big deal. I'm really with you. And I, I just think in general, like, you know, they've heard so much. They've lived here. They know how intense we are as fans. Like, it is unavoidable. Turn on the freaking radio, right? Like, you know how much we care, how intense we are and all that. But you know, they had to earn people coming back to the ballpark. And as soon as they got in the playoffs, boom, like you said, Jack, and, and like in tickets for the Braves game yesterday, were what, like six bucks or yep. I saw it like, I mean, it just shows, it just shows. And they're going to know that obviously they read this stuff. They'll know that. But then to, to the point we're making, I, I really do think it's going to be a special moment for those guys, especially the Reese's and the Nola's and the Eflin's and these guys who've kind of languished here for a long time and been a part of losing teams and never been able to get over the hump. You know, that that's got to be a really cool moment for these guys tomorrow to to really finally see what these Philly fans are all about. And it's going to be freaking insane in there, dude. Like that place, I did go to games in 07 to 11. Like I remember what it was like in the ballpark for playoff games and the electricity is off the freaking charts. And I honestly think, I honestly think like 
on par with like a World Series game tomorrow. I think the just like we felt like, and it feels like as the playoffs have gone on, we've kind of eased into you know every pitch is intense, but we're like watching it like you know normal fans again. Whereas like that first game was like. The, we talked about it, Jack. The most intense sporting experience since the Super Bowl, and the one of the you know two or three most intense of the last decade that I've had, because all the emotions and all the time, and to finally experience that again, Jack. I honestly think that all that's going to be there in Game Three tomorrow at Citizens Bank Park. It's not just going to be you know that oh it's sold out and people are excited. I think all that emotion of eleven years that we felt for that St. Louis game, Game One is going to be there in the ballpark tomorrow. And I think it has such a chance to be like an all-time great Phillies crowd. Well, imagine the roar. Like, imagine the roar when Dan Baker says, oh. like, and, and lets him run onto the field. Like, and, and then you see them sprint out I'm to their position. I'm, I'm literally getting chills. It's right going to be, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be freaking, it's it's 11 years of pent-up, like, lo- like, love of baseball. There's been no talk of the last week of like, ah, sports sucks. Ah, it's not the same as it used to be. Ah, back in my day, yada, yada, yada. It's been like, dude, playoff baseball is the greatest thing ever invented. I mean, Dave, this is your first time watching like real playoff baseball. It's has a different it, sport. Has it been it's, worse? Has, uh, give you, oh, has it killed you inside? Oh, man. Like, it's been a whole day. Di- it's been watching a whole new different sport, guys. Like, I've heard you guys talking about it. I've heard a lot of people saying to me, oh, playoff baseball, it, it, it's completely different. And I've, I'm like, well, is it? I, I, now I get, I get it. On that first pitch of the first game against the Cards, I get it. My heart rate was racing straight away. The the thing is, as well for me, I've got to like, I've got to respect the neighbors at four in the morning. I've got to try and keep it down, you know. And it's like the the top of the ninth will live with me forever. Like Segura, like trying to trying to keep my heart rate down, trying to pace in the room like everybody else. I Did you give yourself a headache? I gave myself a yeah, headache. He- headache. Felt sick. I felt like I wanted to cry for some unknown reason. Like the emotions were just incredible. And then when Segura came through, and of course I thought, as soon as I came up the bat, I thought, ah, damn, double play. And then it went under the glove, and I'm just euphoria, punch in the air, running around. Like I, the neighbors knew by that point I loved June Segura, and 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 then game two was just the same, even later for us, and it was. The intensity is something I've never experienced in sports. I got—I can't lie. Like I can't think of another sport where I've been invested so much for three, three and a half hours into every single moment. Every pitch matters. Every pitch count. Every runner on base. Every error is like amplified, as, as we saw last night. It means so much, but at the same time, like form goes out the window. It, you're only as good as as your you last at bat. You're only as good as when you're up at the plate. Like, Schwarber doesn't worry me because I know he's got a big hit in him. And I think he's saving it for this weekend. And I think Reese is doing the same. I've got a feeling this could be a Reese. He's, he's going to be out there for redemption from yesterday. Yeah. He's going to be fired up. I hope so. I, I, I hope so. You know, I, I want it for Reese myself. Like, personally, I really want Reese to come up. I think we all do. Yeah, I think we absolutely. All do. Absolutely. So, the playoff baseball, wow. What, an exp- <laughs> what a roller coaster. What an experience. What a... Like, even yesterday at Xfinity Live, like, you could feel the place was ready to go off. You know, the, the you could feel the atmosphere in there. Like, it was electric. Like, every every out wheel it got was applauded. Every time we got on base, it was like, right, here we go. Let's go. And the place was ready to erupt. It just didn't quite happen. But like Jack said, we got to win in Atlanta on the road. Mm-hmm. In a place that we have 
always struggled it, and it's giving us a massive, massive advantage going into this weekend. Yeah, and and I look, I think you know, if you want to take a positive out of the game, it's that Wheeler only threw seventy nine pitches. You know, if this has to go five. You know, we talked about in the last pod, Jack, but it's like Wheeler has to pitch that game. Like, I don't care if he's never done it before. I don't care. You know, if or I think we talked about with Giglio. I don't care if he's never done it. I don't care, you know, what the situation is like. Playoffs is about doing things you've never done. And I'm not trusting Ranger Suarez in that game. So, you know, that is a, a positive that we could take away from that. But obviously it was frustrating. But but on the whole, you do have to step back and and say they want to want to land. And look, they easily could have won that game. I mean, it took. Uh, you know, a couple, un- like two of the great catches we've seen oh. in recent memory. Um, real well, quick, hold real on, quick. hold on. Can I put an official statement out real quick on the catch? Yeah, sure. Listen, sure. this Wait, Dan, I, uh, the, this is this is Dansby Swanson could have camped under that ball. He oh, he, he had all wow. the time in the world, wow. and he had I to make that was the better of the two. No, dude, so the Riley bad. catch yeah. was insane. Uh, Dancy Swanson, Dancy Swanson could have could have you know backpedaled to get that ball, and he Look made he made you. it about him. He made it about him. Look, they were both amazing plays, regardless, and or maybe I guess you're in your opinion the Riley one much more amazing, but you know it took that it took. You know, weird stuff happening. You know, the Acuna, you know, hitting Acuna slows the game down forever. I mean, obviously, like, you know, now he's fine, of course. Like, I know it hurts to get hit by a 96-mile-per-hour ball, but, like, could you you could you make a bigger deal about it, Ronald? I mean, seriously, <laughs> whatever. Um, but, you know, like, they were in that game. They had a real chance multiple times throughout that game to win. The bats just didn't come. Before we get to know tomorrow, let's, let's, let's talk a little baseball because this has been an amazing, like, 20-plus minutes of just straight hype. For Citizens Bank Park tomorrow, which it deserves. It they better deserves. not let us down after all this. <laughs> yeah, I well, gotta no, be yeah. honest. Because yeah. right, we're gonna get to Nola. I'm saving Nola, but quickly from because it's the biggest thing coming out of the game yesterday. Um, is the is the top of the order thing, and you know, you guys have both been like, "Oh, I'm not worried." I'm you know, they've got a moment in them and stuff like that. But you know, it is. I think it's a fair thing to question. And Thompson said they're gonna stay at the top, but you know, Schwarber's look bad, and I'm not as worried about Schwarber as I am about Reese, but. You need those guys have been bad, like really bad, and it cost them last night, and it could have cost them before. You you both are just. I'll let Jack start with you. You feel like, like I know we we uh, Schwarber moment. I do think he's gonna have a moment, but how confident are you that these guys are really just gonna be able to to kind of turn around? I'm confident in Schwarber. I, I like I just I he's done it before. He's been in big moments before. Like he he could just flip a switch, bang, he's there. Um, I would give them. I would give them. I would give. One more game of Schwarber and Hoskins up top. If they start slow again, like I'm, I'm bumping Hoskins down to wherever five, and and I'll put JT in the two hole. Like I think JT is a pretty good two hole hitter. Um, you know, I would I would stick with it tomorrow. If it doesn't work again, win or lose, whatever. We're starting to get too important into the games here. Like I'm still leaving Schwarber there because I just trust he's going to figure it out Hoskins. I think can figure it out, and he's been good at home versus the Braves. Like his numbers are much better there, so um, you know I'll, I'll give him the chance to do it and get energized by the home crowd. Like I think that stuff matters. Uh, but if they struggle again, then I'll, I'll put JT there. I'll try to flip it around because I like we can't worry about how these guys are going to look next week because they could be on the golf course. So um, I, I would give it one more game with those guys up top. I would probably stick Schwarber there no matter what. Uh, I would move Hoskins down a little bit if if possible and put JT there. The the real gripe is like, can we grow up with with Bryce batting cleanup? Like, yeah, he needs to be batting old. in the first what inning. Are we doing? If, if he's, yeah. he's batting in the, in the first old. inning. This is crazy. He's the best hitter on the team again. Like, put him in the real. Yes. So that's where I'm at on it. Uh, Jack, I was gonna say the exact same thing about Harper. That was the main my. No- I was gonna be like, listen, 
I, I would probably switch Hoskins out of the two-hole, but I understand going another game with it and, and trusting your guys at home and all that. But my bigger issue is Harper not being in the three-hole. Like, I feel that I would even rather Harper in the two-hole than the four-hole. You're absolutely right. Get him where it bats. Get him up earlier in the game. Get things going. Dave, you feel very confident with, with uh, Schwarber and Hoskins, it feels? Very similar. I think Schwarber, like you said, he's been there and done it. You know, he, he has that big hit in him. And I feel he's not too far away. Reese, I feel like he's getting in his own head too much now. He's he's getting himself down. He just he needs he needs that hit, even a single tomorrow to get him going. You know, and then he had that double in the uh, in the Brave series at game one. And I thought, well, here we go, he's off. But I don't Reese. Like we said, he he hits better at home, and he he's gonna get. I I'm is it my own personal bias because I I really want him to do well, but. I I'm backing Reese, and I agree. If if it's not working tomorrow, if he goes 0 3 0 4 tomorrow, then yeah, we gotta we gotta bump him down because now we're in we're into game four, game five. It's win or go home. You know we can't we can't mess around. Um, and absolutely on board with a Harper cleanup. I I'm quite surprised he hasn't done it already. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I I actually think. You know, Reese talked after the game about how he, he feels like he's been putting together pretty good good at bats. Like, I actually agree with him. You know, he's having I, good contact. Like though. obviously, so people are gonna look at the results and be like, "Oh, you're just lying." It's like he's not really. I mean, he has been putting together good at bats. I thought he hit some balls hard. Um, it, obviously, the result, the exit hits do do, do count. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that he comes home and and just goes nuclear nuclear because we want Reese to be great. Um, but I I do think it's getting you know late early. Um, and I, I just want to see what JT would look like there. If you if you put him there, you put Harper three, uh, put Cassianos four, Hoskins five, Boehm six, and and see what that does. Yeah, I, I thought Hoskins was was decent in game one. You know, he got the hit, hit another ball pretty hard, but I thought last night not nearly as as good offensively. But I look, I feel you. And Hoskins, we know historically, is one of those guys who the the switch can flip. But, you know, these are the biggest bats of his career, the biggest pressure moments. And, you know, we don't know. Like, there are certain guys who don't respond as well as, as other guys and vice versa. So we, we just don't know what Hoskins is yet. So, I, you know, it's a big game coming up for him, well, I think. And, you know, and, and, and to be fair, I don't know if I saw Hoskins at bat after I went down 3 nothing because emotionally I was drained. <laughs> Like he, I, just, he just toppled over. Oh, I just I, I, I was emotionally yeah. checked out. He just he just hit over the top of one. Yeah, it was short. like yeah, when I I can't watch anymore. Like wait, 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 I think wait. it was the hardest he's ever run. It was one of those where normally he's out uh, by okay. like you know ten feet, and I think this time he was out by five. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> all right, good. good. Yeah, more or less. Um, all right, uh, I want to get to looking ahead to the the games coming up here, the games at home from a baseball perspective. But um, one more thing I want to address from last night's game. And, um, you know, I think it's pretty important to address. Uh, it's a tweet sent out by someone on this podcast. Dave, uh, what did Dave, every- what what let, Dave I'll, do? I'll, I'll, I'll let everyone guess. Uh, here's the tweet. <laughs> I know I was just a Division two pitcher, sort of, but I'd get Matt Olson out every time. It's not that hard. Um, hey, Jack, <laughs> would you like to explain this? Because Matt Olson has looked pretty damn good this series against the Phillies. It's not that hard, I swear. Like, I, it's not. I'm sorry. Like, was there was there a few Miller lights before that for that tweet? Yeah, there were. Um, but at the same time, like, dude, you pound him with fastballs up and in. You throw him some cutters, and then you go change up away, and it's and it's see ya. 
The, Matt Olson does it does not scare me one iota. And I know people were like, "Well, you mushed it later." No, Reese has got to stay in front of the ball. And then I, I'm not a yeah, mush. Yeah, that wasn't Olson, <laughs> but I, you know the the three run homer the night before. You know, yeah, but again, Olsen. again, Zach Eflin just not the same kind of pitcher as me uh, in my prime. So. You know, we're, we're both built different, and that's clear and evident uh, by my my high school playoff numbers. Um, listen, a- again, as someone that is pitching big games, me, um, yes. I, I know what it takes in, in most of these instances, and I would like to give Aaron some some advice. But, um, like, just change-ups away should get Matt Olson out nine times out of ten. It, I swear it's not that hard. So uh, I'm not backing down, and if and if Matt also wants to take me up on the challenge, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's I'm, I'm sure he's itching for that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, and a lot of people were like, oh, of course, our former boss slash online bully Spike Eskin. Oh, Spike chimed online bully. <laughs> online. I know, and he's like, he's like Elliot put a ball in play off you. It's like, yeah, me no, now. No, 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 no. Don't misquote. Well, Spike. because he's a liar. He said, yeah, he said you couldn't even get Elliot out. I got Elliot out all afternoon. He hit one ball. That barely saying, reached the infield. If we're gonna, if you're gonna troll me, troll me with the camera nonsense. But, <laughs> but you know, a lot of people are thinking. The, uh, again, a lot of people are thinking of producer slash high hopes uh, podcast host Jack. You're not thinking about Prime Jack, you know. That's true. So that's I just want point. people to put it in the proper context. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, Jack. You're a dad now, you know, so it's different. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, exactly right. Like, yeah, you you moved on uh, past such such silly little things. Yep. You know, you know me. I get it. Yep, I get it. Okay, good, good. All right, you guys have anything else from last night's game before we, uh, the, or hypothetical game before we move <laughs> the on? The hypothetical game that might, yeah. may or may no, not. The hypothetical playoff game. We've really made it. We've made it. We have a hypothetical playoff game that didn't really happen. Yeah, right, I got. Is, I'm proud of us. I got uh, one quick thing on the on the game last night. Um, obviously, Reese makes the error. Or, it was a hit. They ruled it as a hit. Unbelievable. Which I mean, is insane. What a, it's a, a travesty of, of scoring. Like anyone who's ever kept a scorebook <laughs> should should burn it in in solidarity just to, to protest such a horrible scoring call. Yeah. My one thought of last night was that after the game when they were all talking, I thought I thought Thompson handled it really well. I thought Wheeler was fantastic. Wheeler was unbelievable, Jack. Uh, How blaming himself for that? That was like that, it was like elite spin by Zach Wheeler. Right, and, and I loved how he said like Hoskins came and talked to me, and and Wheeler was like, dude, it's it, it's baseball, you know. So I thought how everyone reacted to it, it was like, see, this is what we're talking about by them being different and them being closer. And my other point was when you're on the road for 17 days. Yeah. Yeah, like sure. you, you have to become closer, or else you just 18. hate each other. Wasn't it eighteen? I think it was eighteen. It might have been eighteen. Whatever. It might have been the whole month. I don't know. But <laughs> like they've never played at Citizens Bank Park before. before <laughs> eleven years. It's been eleven years since they played at Citizens Bank Park. It might as well have been. <laughs> um, but I just thought the way that everyone handled it was like this is this is a close baseball team, and I, I think a lot of people are going to see the Hoskins thing and the and the loss, and they're going to be like, oh, this is where the Phils crumble. I, the, those answers left me feeling the exact opposite, and I think it's okay to trust this team, and I, and I love their answer. I agree. I think that's a fa- oh yeah. Go ahead, Dave. I, I, I'm with him too. I, I brushed off the defeat the moment the final pitch was thrown over, it. and I think the love guys, it. I think love the guys it. were as well. True pro like that. Yeah. Well, I straight away focused on Friday, and I think you're right. I think they brushed it off as well. They know what's coming this week. Or they know what's gonna. Well, they think they know what's coming this weekend. They're gonna find out tomorrow, but. You could tell their minds were straight on to tomorrow. They were yeah. ready for Friday. I, again, I thought the whole Wheeler thing was outstanding. Like, what a true leader. And they're, they're, they, they just want to get home. You could tell they just want to get home. 
the, the stuff we've seen today, the interviews today as well. They're, they're excited. They've rushed it off, and I, I love the way they did it, just like we all did as soon as um, the, final, the final light was made. I was, I was ready for Friday. Yeah, Jack, uh, you know, I hate to give you too much credit, but but good points there. I, I totally agree with you, and I, I meant <laughs> to mention the uh, the road trip thing. It's a great point. I mean, they've been on the road for a really long time. Like, how often do you have an 18-day road trip in Major League Baseball? Like, never. Like, you know, when there's like a hurricane in Miami and the Marlins have to move for three weeks or something. Like, that's the only time you ever see that. It never happens. So um, that's pretty uh, pre- pretty exciting for them to come home. Um, all right, let's get to tomorrow. Dave, I'll start with you. Yep. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, uh, some players who, who you – I'm going to ask each of you for a prediction of a player who's going to, you know, do something. But but Nola, let's let's just go to Nola. October Nola, he's been great his last two starts. But, you know, I, I guarantee you every single Phillies fan tomorrow, at least the vast majority of them at some point or another, is going to, you know, remember September uh, of, of the last four years. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's still lurking. I'm excited about Nola. I feel better about Nola. But where are you at with Nola going uh, into Now tomorrow? all of a sudden I'm getting nervous. Um, <laughs> I, I trust Nola. He's been so cool and calm this October. Like, I am, I'm a hundred. No, you know what? I trust him. I trust him. I think he will deliver tomorrow. I think that first inning is important tomorrow. Let's see, one, two, three, straight up, straight down. That will be big for Aaron tomorrow because he's going to have some nerves as well. This is, like I said, this is his first postseason. He doesn't know what he's coming into. One, two, three tomorrow from Nola. That's going to set the tone. I'm com- I'm confident. No, I'm confident. I, I am. Co- I'm like, Keep saying it. Keep I'm saying it. Talking in himself Aaron into it. You're Nola. talking yourself into it. I love it. Uh, October Nola, baby. This is yeah. <laughs> I'm com- I'm gonna say one more time. You sound, you sound I'm so confident. confident. Yep. I've already talked myself into it. Atta one, guy. two, three, first inning tomorrow. We just we just heard it. We just heard it live. You that was the process. That was incredible. That was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thirty seconds. Now I'm all in. Me. Yeah. Yeah, Fritzy, what do you think of Nola tomorrow? Obviously, you know, we've seen some really good starts here lately, but, um, you know, lurking. I know. I, here's the thing is that I think he's on a roll, and I think that he is locked in mentally, you know, and I think I think him having that, that start in, in Houston kind of was a big weight lifted off his shoulders of, like, I can do this. And then that carried over into, obviously, St. Louis, where he was freaking dominant. Like, for as great as Wheeler was, like, Nola was better. Um, he was. So, he was. That makes me feel good. The only thing that, that was even better than that in his start before. Let's not forget he had what six and two thirds perfect or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And the in the Astros, he's been start. he's been locked in, you know. And I do trust him. The only thing that has given me a little bit of cause for pause is like he's back home now, and I know that shouldn't matter, but there's a lot of expectations heading into tomorrow, and there's a lot of like pent up hype, and there's pent up excitement, and. He's done this on the road where Houston there wasn't really, you know, much of a crowd. And, and St. Louis had a big crowd. They were all into it. So I think that's a big moment. Um, but they're also, it's it just, it's a different feeling when the when the crowd's behind you. And I don't know, I, it, there's the, there could be some level of amped upness. There could be some level of nerves. Um, you just don't know. You don't totally know how a guy is going to respond pitching at home, if that makes any sense. Like on the road. You know that you're gonna go out there. You're gonna get booed. You're gonna they're gonna try to get in your head, and you know you gotta block it out. Like at home, there's forty five thousand plus people like living and dying with your pitches of like, please, Aaron, do it. Like, don't let us down. Don't let us down. And it's just a different level of pressure. Um, it it, it is different. Um, you know, like Doc in, in the no hitter was obviously able to, to channel it. 
um, and 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 the the greats do. But there's that little part of me that's like. I would be amped up. I don't know how you couldn't be amped up. Nola's probably the right guy to have on the mound because I'm not yeah. sure anything fully amps him up. But there's a little part in the, in the back of my head that's like, I hope he's not too amped up. The crowd's going to be excited. They're also going to be on the edge of their seat if things start going yeah. wrong. Which, yeah, and you can, you can always feel the tension when things aren't going right. Like, I've seen, there's been so many uh, road teams that have gone into these, these home ballparks and they've come in and played well. Like, it's almost at this point, home field advantage is almost a deterrent. Because there's always that added tension that you don't feel in these other sports. Yeah, it's so funny that that you brought that. As you were th- talking about the Nola thing, I was thinking about the the counter side of of what I was talking about before with this all time great eleven year wait, excitement, Phillies crowd, and we're playing the Braves, someone oh. we really hate. You know, like it's it's perfect. But to your point, you're right, Jack. Like if Nola gives up two early runs, like butts are gonna get tight. Like it, there could be some tension in there. It might not be jovial in that ballpark anymore. And you're you're absolutely right. You know, Jack. What am I gonna say here? Players Athletes are, are human beings. Too. They are humans. Wow, Dave heard that live. They heard that live. Heard that live. What a moment. What a Jack, moment. Not immune to feeling that tension. If you all feel it, guess what? He feels it too. So I I, I think it's a great point, and I, and it's the concern. Look, Nola. You know, he is. You can't say someone is a is an automatically a great big game pitcher because they've had two in a row after not coming through for a while. You know he really needs to prove it. And and what a spot! You know the the biggest spot so far this season a one one series coming home for the first home playoff game in eleven years. All right, Fritzy, and then Dave after. Give me the guy you're looking at, Jack. Like we talked about Schwarber and Hoskins. We know those guys need to see, step up, and maybe those are the guys you think are going to. But but like who do you feel is is gonna like again to the point we just made? You know a different environment that these guys have played in here in Philly, you know, like ever before. And it's going to be an intense crowd. And we always talk about the heartbeat guys or the guys who just respond to pressure better and all that stuff. Who are you counting on? Like going in, like what's your gut telling you that, that this is the guy I feel has us right now. So head says Schwarber, but the gut says Bryce. I mean, Me too. Bryce Me is too. so locked in and you know, like, can't you just see him at home right now? Like he's he's probably having dinner. He's probably thinking about like what he's gonna do tomorrow. I mean, does he break out the fanatic cleats? Does he does he go fanatic cleats for his he first might, home playoff dude, he's game? He's such a showman. He's I know. Such a show. There is no one on the team who wants the moment more than him. Oh, I know. No one. So while I think there's gonna be a first inning uh, shore bomb, like if well, first off, hopefully Bryce is in the three hole. We actually get him in the first inning. Like the first time we hear his walk up song, and like you start hearing the low little rumble and the whole little like cheer coming. I just man, if he goes yard first at bat, that place is gonna melt. Uh, so he looks phenomenal. Like he took like the 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 the, the double was perfect. The oh, the ball awesome. to the wall that somehow stayed in the ballpark was was good. Like, he is so locked in and back and so evidently back. Like, tomorrow is a tomorrow is a Bryce tone setter. For as much as, like, Noel has to be a tone setter, got to go out first inning. Dave mentioned it. One, two, three. Like, don't, leave, don't even let, you know, butts get tight. You know, don't let everyone start having fear. Like, Bryce going out and going yard and that place just, just melting uh, would be all time. So, I'm going Brycey. Jack, how many times have it. you pictured it? I've pictured that moment so many times. Like, well, and honestly, it's ever since ever his first home run that was against Jesse Biddle. Yeah. Um, like I just envision like imagine a Bryce postseason yep. homer. It's gonna be insane. 
for, for me, I think Bryce would be the obvious answer. So, Alec Bohm, I think he's gonna he's gonna come full circle tomorrow, and maybe not a big hit or a home run. Well, not maybe not a home run, but I think he's gonna get men on base and third. He's been so reliable this postseason for the for the most part with runners in scoring position. And I think he's gonna keep rolling. I think tomorrow get run on second. I think he'll bring him home. I think he's gonna be clutch. And he's going to, I would love him, love him to have a massive moment tomorrow, a home run with runners on base, because that's it's full circle, isn't it? And it will be, a, it's an amazing story as it is, but for him to hit a home run in a big game like this tomorrow would be incredible. I'll be personally delighted for him to be banging out the song, but I think, yeah, Bryce is the obvious answer, and I, I've picked it that moment so yeah. many times. Bryce, even with runners on base, what a grand slam. You know, I, do, I know. I've I pictured it. I've been there. Uh, but so I'm going to bit left field, Alec Bohm or Gene Segura. One of those, one of those two. Maybe not a big home run, but a big play like we saw Segura in the top of the ninth against the, the Cards. He's got that a in nice him, little, we know. A nice little basis clearing double. Yeah. Oh, yeah right into the yeah. gap. Rally Charles going crazy. Oh, the the yeah. roar that we've been talking about. <laughs> yes. They better freaking win after this podcast, James. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, and obviously, like, it's the biggest game. So obviously, but like, I've never. I've never needed them to win a game more in oh, like in yeah. the moment as we're recording a podcast. Like they have to win this game. Like they have to. And I think all Phillies fans feel that way. I think this is the single, you know, game we've wanted to win most, probably since like the World Series in 09. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we did like it's been so long. We desperately want this to be a party at home. And um to your guys' point, like I I'm with you, Jack. My gut when I asked the question was Bryce. The A, he's been the most locked in, obviously. And I, I just think he's ready for this. And I think he's been waiting to have that Philly moment. And I, I'm super excited because I do think he's going to have a moment. And look, Bohm loves this place. You guys might not know that. Yep. So th- that 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 helps too. And look, hey, you know, I mean, believe it or not, who'd have thunk that, that going into this game, uh, you know, after Bryce Harper, right now the Philly is hitting the ball the hardest is freaking Castellanos maybe that dude I know. has a moment at home and and you know after the whole season here and you know the energy and the excitement of all that um I, I'm like freaking ready guys I'm freaking ready I'm so ready all right um that's all I got my notes I have one last note but um you guys got anything else you want to get into well I got uh <laughs> I got one question for for both of you you know Ooh. I just uh, this is going to be you know I don't want to create tension here. Um, oh, I know what's coming. I think I know what's coming. But like, let's say, you know, they they win tomorrow, and you're getting ready for Game Four. I mean, are you, you two the, here it comes. the the biggest Kyle Gibson here it comes. fans yeah, in the world? Here it comes. Are, are you starting your boy, there your boy Gibby? You going Gibby in Game yeah. Four? I, so, I, so, I, <laughs> I the reason I didn't get, see this coming is because I've been so far out on Kyle Gibson that I had forgotten. No, I was no, no, I look because I listened to the podcast that you two did. Uh, <laughs> when I was just getting torched for my Kyle Gibson opinions, we're supposed to burn that part of the podcast, Dave. We talked about that, and ever I, since that moment, he has been terrible. We really, put, yeah, we really, yeah. really jinxed him badly. <laughs> it's <laughs> our fault, it's our fault, it's our fault. Yeah, who'd have thunk that we would be heading into the first two home playoff games in 11 years here and saying, All right, Aaron Noah's pl- pitching in the first, and I want Bailey Falter to start the second. Yep. What yep. are the? You could have given me a, a, a trillion to one odds, bef- even before this season, that that was a sentence I would say, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll bet you anything. I don't care. Like, come on. I know, I know, but we're do here. Do you think That's... it's Falter? Do you think it's Falter? Or I, I think it's Falter. Uh, I know they, 
the Syndergaard glorified bullpen sash last night. I think it's probably going to be a combo of the two. But um, do you, who do you think actually starts the baseball? Well, game? I think the fact that they went Syndergaard in that moment and not Falter would suggest that. Yeah, it, that that's it's what Falter. I think too. That's what I think too. But you know, all the beats were like it could be a glorified bullpen session. I, I think I think Falter is starting game four, and I think he's earned the right to. I think Absolutely. he should start game four. Uh, do you agree, Jack? Who would you start game four? Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's uh, tough. Real quick, I, I would probably think Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson right there be the funny. I knew you're the first. <laughs> I, hate I knew you were gonna do it. Okay, just go. I was thinking probably big game Gibby probably is the guy I'll go with. Um, no. Who would you pick? Um, I would choose Falter. It's just that last brave start that he had is just sticking in the back of my head of like, that didn't go well. But also like he seems, he seems like a guy that can handle it. Like I, I'm not, I'm not afraid of Kyle Gibson or not. I'm sorry. I am afraid of Kyle Gibson <laughs> in a big moment. Oh, I, I, I am not really afraid of Billy Falter in a, in a big moment. So. Uh, I'll go Bailey with center guard ready to go, which is another thing I can't believe I'm saying. Um, but you know, whatever. It, I won't. I won't honestly feel good about anyone heading into that start. Who, who would they have? Do we reckon? Well, Strider. Yeah, but he's gonna be fit. Like they played it down pretty know. quick. I know, but if they if he can't go game three, I would assume he's good for game four, which is like, yeah. If nothing else, terrifying. I think they'll roll him out there and, and see what happens, right? Yeah, I don't care if he hasn't pitched in three weeks. Like that guy is disgusting. I'm sure he's yeah, gonna be ready to yeah. go. He's super. Well, that's why it makes Nola start even that much more important. <laughs> well, yeah, because then it goes it goes Nola tomorrow, and then it's. Whoever in game four. And they have freed like rested for for five is the problem. We're gonna yeah. you know, Wheeler on three days rest, freed rested. I know. I know, which is terrifying in and of itself. So tomorrow's a big one. Like when we're talking about ending this thing and, and going to the possibly NLCS, which I can't believe I'm even uttering that sentence. Um, <laughs> like tomorrow is a massive start for Nola. Like we the obviously you gotta have it. It's a must win, sure. It's not really a must win, but like thinking about a game four started by like Syndergaard or Falter into a Wheeler on three days retro or something he's never done before is not exactly something that's sitting well with me. Well, yeah. And having to win both of those. That, that yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Um, and, and Jack, to your point about Falter, I'm kind of, I'm with you. Like, and look, we don't know until guys get in these moments, but he does just kind of have a loose vibe to him. You know, it doesn't seem like things really get to him too much. And he's obviously got, you know, the kind of, the look where it's just like, you know, doesn't really care. So uh, I'm kind of with you on that. All right. Here's my last thing. And then if you guys have anything else, my mm -hmm. last thing is, is actually a, a recommendation or a help. I'm trying to help Fox out because the field mics are great. We talked about them, but they got to turn down the home plate mic a little bit. Is it just me or does every ball that's hit sound like it's a home run off the bat? Like, it's like, it's messing with me. I keep seeing these like balls and I, I hear it off the bat and I look at them like, and it's like, oh, it's going to, it's going to get out of here. It's like, it's like shallow center field. Like it, it, am I wrong about this or are the field mics at home too loud? They make you think it's a home run every time. For my own health, they need to turn it down. Because when you hear that thing Thank go you. off the bat, Thank your heart rate goes up. You. You're off your seat and then it's just a deadpan fly ball yes. caught in the, in the yes. center field. Or, yes. There was, uh, was it Castiano? Someone had one yesterday, which yeah. off the bat, like I was up. Yeah, yep, uh, heart rate flying, drink was about to fly, and then uh, you know it, it died. Yeah, I yeah for our own sanity and health, we need that turned down. Well, I hate to do this again uh -oh. and create uh -oh. tension. 
but you know, maybe we should learn how to watch baseball. I didn't think any of those games balls were going out. You know, sometimes you got to have the eyes. Sometimes you got to have the feel. So uh, I don't oh need field goodness. mics. I can just use my uh, eyes. So uh, so that, that's what I'm going to. That's well, never watched a ball hit on television. <laughs> And and not known whether it was out or not. Okay. Well, besides besides the Ibanez and Nutley balls in Game Five, two thousand eleven, <laughs> okay. like okay. those are the two yeah. that, that that caught me. Yeah. Although I will say the the Castellanos ball that almost went out on the in Game One was like I thought that was a routine pop up to yeah. to right field. All of a sudden, it's banging I mean, off the, the wall. Olsen Olson three run homer in the ninth, like felt like one of those. It was like just kept going and going and going. The Castellanos double too in the, in the first game felt like one of those ones that just kind of like Michael Harris like thought like he that. was going to get it or whatever. If it was Grissom, I can't remember, but like it looked like they were going to get it, and then it just went over the head. Yeah. Although again, if I was pitching Matt Olson, he struck out. So <laughs> so maybe let's figure out how to get out Zach Matt Olson. It's perfect. It's just perfect. All right, you got any final thoughts, guys? Dave, Dave, what, Dave. My, yeah, what a pleasure. Dave, uh, uh, tell everyone where they can find your podcast. It's the only other Phillies podcast that we well, acknowledge well, well, we haven't, we haven't so. actually recorded since you last came on, James. Life's what are been, we doing? We have <laughs> playoff li- runs. Life's been, life's been very much Hold on. We, we, this is, you've been waiting the, to 10 years for this. I know. I, life, life's, been, life's taken over. It happens, but um, I get it. Yeah, but 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 you guys have carried us home. Like, and this is what I agree. Like, I think we've all waited for postseason for you guys' podcast, let than anything else, because they've been fire. Mm-hmm. Like, the hype has been real. Uh, even for us back in the UK, waking up in the morning, podcast straight on with breakfast, and then straight away you're hyped for the day. Um, final thoughts to everybody going tomorrow and who's watching on TV. Go crazy. Get that park loud. Come out of there with no voice. Come out there with sore arms, waving those rally towels. Get behind the boys. Even when we're down, I know, I know, it's tough. Get behind everybody. Every pitch matters. We're not at, we, we've seen already, like in St. Louis game one, we're not out of it until it's over. It's the, I believe that they're the fightings. They're the fightings, boys. They're the fightings. They're never out of it. Back them all the way. <laughs> let's, let's freaking go. Let's just, I'm ready. Guys, be ready. Just. Make the noise. Get the place. Get the place rocking. Get me there now. I'm ready. Let's just, just go. Let's go. I feel, like, I feel like Dave's trying so hard not to curse in the studio I, I, right I, now. Like, he just wants to drop so many yeah, f bombs. Dave, I've been there. Bro. Yeah, Woo! yeah. He's, he's out of breath, which is impressive. <laughs> um, which is which is great. Uh, all right. Last couple things here for me. Actually, I got a question for Dave. So before the Segura uh, hit and before the, like the Cassianos catch. Like, what was the playoff moment that you looked, obviously besides Brad Lidge, Lidge, whatever. Besides that, like, what was the playoff moment that you always look back on and like, wow, I wish I could have experienced that? The Doc. The Doc. Without a doubt. Without, doc a, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like, even watching it and knowing what, what happened is, it still gives you goosebumps. It gave me tingles. Like, yeah. is that normal? Like, yeah, you know, it, it, it just gets to you, the whole, and you, like I said, you know what's going to happen, but the image of the rally towels all around him and the coolness personified like as an even as an athlete as a moment him right there on what he was on the verge of was incredible even in all the sports what a moment to do it in the biggest possible stage i think that's one of the greatest sporting moments that i've never witnessed live but i've watched back and i'll tell people like one of the greatest sport moments who don't even in baseball just watch that and appreciate it because yeah. Again, the noise, you can feel it. You can feel it. I always turn it up loud yep. as possible. I want my speakers shaking and the, the, the how you say, the rally towels in the background. 
and he's just uh, Kuna, as Aaron will be tomorrow, Kuna's personified, throwing that no hit at the raw, the raw when he did it as well. Yep. It's 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 giving me tingles now. <laughs> and it's just it's incredible. So without without doubt that when I look back, and obviously, oh wait, yeah, going back on the yearbook, and you know even the the Chase Utley moment afterwards, yep. you know the the world bleeping <laughs> champions. That that guess I always turn that up. I always turn that up full mm-hmm. blast because the roar after that when people yes, the, the man is he he summed it up. You know, and we're gonna have I I just feel we're gonna have one of those moments this weekend. We're gonna have one of those. It's something's going to happen this weekend, where it be a Bryce Grand Slam. Oh, oh like, listen, if Bryce is a Grand Slam at home, like I don't think so. It's the back part. Off the James, shots. Like James, like you, what was the loud oh, James? God. What was the loudest moment that you were in the ballpark? Four. The loudest moment I was in the ballpark for. That's a great question. Because like I know um, you were there for in '93 for the the the. Yeah, what? I was there in '93. Then that, wasn't he? For the '50. Yeah, James in his '30s for '93. Yeah. Um, yeah, Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, James. Sorry. I just... Yeah. Well, he got Dave had to do that live. Like he for, for oh, yeah. he had to make the age joke just to get it over with. So I think it's fair. I mean, why wouldn't you? Even, though we're, even though we're roughly when the same age. When age, in Rome. Yes. Age, yes. Right? Yes. 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 Um, it's a great question. Um, I think the loudest was probably, man. So I, I saw a fair amount of losses. Sadly, well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you bring the you bring the vibes down. Yeah, dude, I lost. <laughs> the, I've I've been like like two of their most heartbreaking losses in the history of the franchise. Like that game, the fifteen four. They were up fourteen to eight in the eighth Ugh. inning in that game, and they lost fifteen and fourteen. Dave, I don't know if you know about this game in nineteen ninety three in the World Series. They were up fourteen to eight. And they lost 15 to 14, like just an unbelievable highest scoring World Series game of all time. I was at the Ryan Howard Achilles game, as everyone knows. Mm. I was at the the A Rod, uh, you know, off the camera instant replay game in the World Series. Like I, everyone should be super happy. I'm not going to the game tomorrow. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I wanted I I wanted to make sure that you weren't going. (laughs) Have you seen a playoff win at home? (laughs) No, I have. Yeah, I've seen a couple, but like low level ones. Yeah, like you know, not not that not the big the big stuff. I got you. Well, I got to be honest, buddy. That was a disappointing answer. I thought I was going to get a good one from you. Yeah. I know. I wish I wish I had a better one. That was really set up for you, James. I know. uh, Really bring the pot home. I agree. I agree. (laughs) I know. I got to keep it real, right? We never lie to the opposition. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I was there for. I was there for the Rollins walk off. (laughs) Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, I never lie either. I didn't go to one game. I I watched them all (laughs) on my couch (laughs) As as a ninth grader. Um, uh, the one thing, uh, Garrett Stubbs talked the other day to Alex Coffey about, uh, the dancing on my own will be played at some point, sometime tomorrow. So nobody now, now personally, I need it to be uh, on the darker side. Like I want, I, I, I have this vision of it. I, I can't do that song during the day. You know, that's gotta be like a nighttime. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's going wild. Oh, I a hundred percent. I think that's an absolute, no question about it. Jack. Yeah. During the day, it does, doesn't hit the same after high hopes. Yeah, straight after high hopes, banging out, rally towels going crazy, the players are celebrating. Well, I, I keep having visions not only of the the Blackman, uh, Charlie Blackman walk up song, but like the 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 thing about the oh six, uh, the sixteen Cubs run that was always so cool is them singing "Go Cubs Go" like the whole ballpark at the end. So I do have visions of that also, also dancing on my own. So I have thought a lot about uh, that song in a moment at Citizens Bank Park, as I'm sure that everyone listening uh, can tell. And then my final two things here, there is. No worse take that is circulating Philly's Twitter or whatever right now than the idea of starting Derek Hall 
at any point. Like Derek Hall's fine, but like, can we grow up a little bit? Like, like Derek Hall is a fine player. Reese Hoskins is a better player. I'm sorry to break the news to everyone, but like. Reese Hoskins is much better than Derek Hall. And who cares if Derek Hall would have made the play yesterday? Derek Hall cannot start playoff games. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I got, I, I didn't know that people were oh, it's, actually it's, calling it's for starting Derek to circulate. Hall. That is a, yeah, it's awful. That is a horrendous take. <laughs> I, no, I won't yeah. lie. Before the playoffs, before the roster was out, I had a, envisions of a Derek Hall having a Matt Stairs moment. Well, I have no problem with him being on the roster. Like, I... I would well, it should be on it over over, over Gibby. Gibson. Yes, I'm with you. I'm bringing it full circle right there. Jack. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, All right. And then the final thing here is that again, it's a shame we're not getting the white rally towels tomorrow. But, but <laughs> you can't help yourself. I can't do it. It drives me know, nuts. I've waited so long for this, and know, for it to be the red rally towels. I'm sure it'll look cool. I hope it looks. It'll cool. look great, Jack. Appreciate what you get, pal. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's that's going all. Going to a Phillies playoff game. It's always been my motto. Appreciate what you get. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, yep. I'm good. very content. Dead on. Yes. Dead on. All right. Um, this has been awesome. I am honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I'm so excited for the two of you guys to go experience what you're going to experience tomorrow for the first time. It's going to be awesome. If you see Dave down there, if you see Jack down there, Give him a hug. Give Dave a hug. Yes. Give Jack a, a, a handshake or a high five or something. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, Dave, I'll be Dave's, dishing out Dave's hugs. Dave's more tomorrow. of a hugger than I am. I mean, Dave and I are more huggers than Jack is. I well, mean, I'm a hugger after a few I've beers. I'm Dave. I'm actually assuming just by knowing Dave's personality. Oh, I'm a hugger. a hugger. Yeah, I'm a hugger. I figured, I figured you had to be. I figured there was no way you weren't a hugger. I'm a hugger too, buddy. We'll hug at some point. It'll be great. Um, so, but uh, seriously, guys, I, have the best time. I'm so excited for you guys. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, October Nola, baby. Mm-hmm. October Nola, and obviously, um, we'll be back with a uh, I hope spot after. And uh, again, check out Dave UK Phillies on Twitter. Um, we we're really, really psyched to have you, buddy. Thanks for thanks for going into the studio and getting this. It's done been with inc- us. honest, it's, uh, honestly, it's, really cool. it's been. It sounds cliche, but a bit of a dream come true listening to you guys since 2018. Uh, this has just been surreal. And thank you for having me on. It's been it's been an absolute blast. Love to hear it, and and James, I know you thanked Dave and I for you know you're excited for us to to go to our first Phillies playoff games tomorrow. I just like to say thank you for not going to any yes. playoff games this weekend. We really appreciate it, and so does the rest of our. You take him for the team, James. Yep. Thank you. Way to be a team player, yep. buddy. Yep, yep. You guys, I will live vicariously <laughs> through you for the betterment of the Phillies. I love the Phillies. All right, that's what we got to do. Um, and again, everyone go and have a blast. It's going to be awesome. We will obviously be recording a pod at some point after it. Jack will have to get home and do all that, but we'll get a pod out obviously. And, uh, hopefully we'll be talking about an October NOLA win. Um, and, uh, I just can't wait. I'm super excited and, and the bank's going to be amazing. And Jack and Dave are going to be part of it. It's going to be freaking awesome. He's Fritz. He's Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>